Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. My name is Anthony. And my name is Chris. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we watch and review straight-to-stream science fiction and science fiction-adjacent movies, television shows, web originals, distribute originals, shorts, YouTube videos on occasion, that one fan film that wasn't that good, uh, films that feel like rude. fan films that aren't. That was right. Uh, t- today... <laughs> Today, we're definitely in the sci-fi adjacent category, but before we get to that, Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing all right, my friend. It's a, it's a Friday recording, very rare Friday recording. I say that as we've done, I feel, back-to-back Friday recordings. Well, I guess this time last year and this time two years ago, we would have been recording every Friday mm-hmm. because we were watching and releasing Lower Decks reviews with like a less than 24-hour <laughs> turnaround, so we were just like on it. But yeah, as of as of late, we seem to be doing a, a couple more Fridays than usual, for sure. I noticed that now no one listening to this can tell, but the wall behind you is different. It's empty. Is it the same place? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Because I think you're also standing, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, which um, you've only done a few times. So like the, the, the changed angle, being able to see a little bit of your ceiling fan, and then just the blank wall with a couple of, I guess, shelves on it. It was a bit different. Yeah. I mean, if you want, I can sit down. I'm happy to do I mean, so. you do whatever makes you feel comfortable. <laughs> this does make me feel comfortable, Anthony. Then good. I didn't ask you how you were doing. How are you doing, my friend? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Yeah. That uh that orange, orangish red behind you a little bit. Is that any foreshadowing for how you feel about this episode? Is no, really... not at all. <laughs> not at all. That's just a really warm color. I mean, it's, it's really just, warm. It's so stark to my bright white. Let me Sorry. I have the little remote <laughs> and I just kind of rotate between the red, blue and the green. Yeah. And so it was on blue, so I moved to red. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you don't have to That's, change it. It's it's all No, good. no, no. It's, it's changing. It's now it's <laughs> yep. No, I got it. Now I have to. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> now it's green. My apologies. Uh, I, no, didn't, no. I, didn't, I didn't mean for that to be a thing. It just, it just, I noticed it. It stood out to me. Sorry. No, uh, it's perfectly fine. But I think uh, the reason why I brought it up is uh, I, we talked. Maybe we talked about it on the pod last week. But your your house is going to get painted, right? Yes. Uh, like in a, a few weeks. Yeah. I had to push it back because uh-huh. uh, I'm going on vacation, and then I get back from vacation, and then I get my house painted. <laughs> Fair enough. And by the time that's done, I leave again for a work trip. So we'll see how my background might be looking very different yeah. uh, for a, a few very episodes. Neat. Very neat. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I can see you're rearranging. Is this, is this the bit you were talking about? No, 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 no. But they, <laughs> I'll go ahead and introduce us into what we watched. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power came out in 2022 TV series rated TV 14 on IMDb. Epic drama set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings follows an ensemble cast of actors, both familiar and new, as they confront the long-feared reemergence of evil to Middle-earth. Yes. Specifically, and we've broken this a lot this year, but typically, and in this case, we only watch and review pilot episodes. So that's what we're doing today. Uh, I know by the time this comes out, I think five episodes, maybe six would have been released already. Um, But I know that this particular show has gotten a lot of attention for not necessarily the right reasons. We saw all of that. We're on the internet. We listen to people. (laughs) We hear things. Uh, So we Uh, watched the pilot episode. We're going to give our 
unbiased opinions, or at the very least, point out our biases as we give our opinions and go from there. To continue the, the blurbing, over on Amazon Prime, set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's <laughs> The Lord of the Rings, this epic drama follows an ensemble cast of characters, both familiar and new, as they <laughs> confront the long-feared reemergence of evil to Middle-earth. New episodes uh, Fridays at 12 a.m. Eastern Time. Parentheses UTC minus four. I'm really upset that it didn't also include Bright in the description. <laughs> My argument is that Bright takes place canonically in yes. the ring in the Lord of the Rings universe. It's tens of thousands of years before Bright. Yeah, sure. Yeah, We're, we'll get to the rest of the facts here in a moment. I actually really like this uh, this Amazon Prime Video page for uh, the Rings of Power. I don't know if you've seen this, or if you watched mm. it in browser, um, but if you scroll down. There's the list of episodes and extras and related and all that, like you normally have, but then you have this explore tab mm. and it actually like gives little vignettes of all of the characters broken up by the different groups of characters. It's actually really interesting. I was reading some of this, uh, right. I, I discovered this as we were getting ready for this recording and I, I really enjoyed like the, the attention to detail here, all the backgrounds change and that's really neat. I don't know if they've done something like that before and I just never noticed it. But look, lore, the places. Can I be honest for just a second? I wish you would be honest for the whole time. That's a hard ask. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this looks like a website introducing a new fantasy MMORPG. RPG. Is it not? I, I mean, well, isn't no, that the next logical step? No, because they scrapped that. <laughs> no, I thought that... I mean, I know that Lord of the Rings Online is dead. No, no, no. But... Like They were going to make another one. Oh, were they? Yeah, and it didn't work out for various licensing Lots of reasons. reasons. Yeah. Um, I mean, specifically licensing. But oh, yeah, the Tolkien uh, estate is look, weird. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to pass any judgment. I'm just stating the facts. Well, but I just I feel am. like that website, the way it introduces, like these are important characters, vital oh, to the sure. story that we've made up. <laughs> Some of them are made up. Some of them are not well, original. I, I just. Depends. I just mean yeah. like. They're taking some liberties, which is oh for sure. I'm, I'm not fine. out here. I'm yeah. not out here making judge passing judgments. No, I mean that's the whole point of the podcast: the past judgment. Well, so we'll get to well, that in a moment. Well, well yeah. hold on, if I may. <laughs> yes. Have you watched past the first two episodes? Be honest with me. Yes, I have. How are you current? Unknown. No, I am not current because okay. a new episode came out today. And you have not watched that one. Okay, I have not watched. That, so no. the, the bit that I would like to introduce for a moment mm -hmm. is the sci-fi lawyer. Uh oh. We talked about this in the past about introducing the idea of one of us watching something and mm -hmm. the other person not watching it. Yeah. And then the person who has watched it gives their honest opinion and I just and, and the other person absorb it and how and you know and share the questions, that type of thing. And yeah. share the general interest. I'd like to introduce that because I did intentionally did not watch past the first two episodes. Okay. So uh, I'd, I'd like to introduce that bit. Sure. Do you want to do that bit now or do you want to do that bit after we've talked about the first episode? <laughs> Yeah, no, let's talk about the first episode, talk about the second episode, and then go through it. Okay, yeah, we can do that. I'm going to stick to format just a little bit. Sure. Let's uh, finish out some facts uh, before we get into our opinions. IMDb has the series set at 6.9 out of 10 mm -hmm. ratings, a uh, 10 star rating, uh, with uh, just shy of 200,000 ratings. The first episode is sitting at 7.3, just over 4,200 ratings. Looking at the breakdown of those ratings in IMDb for the show. Oh my goodness. Meeting of eight, 28.4% of the votes a 10, 16.3% a one, 
uh, and then uh, eight, and then nine, and then seven, and everything else is below six percent. Okay. And I'll, I'll come back to this page here in a moment. For the first episode, thirty point five percent of the votes are ten. Twenty two point five uh, four, excuse me, are one. Eight and nine are both at eleven point oh, eleven point three, and everything else is below six. Tomato meter eighty four percent fresh. Audience score thirty nine percent not good. I might not pull good. up any other reviews. Did you have anything else as far as facts? IGN gave this thing a 7 out of 10. 68% of Google users like this TV show. Mm-hmm. I thought about looking at the Metacritic. I just don't know if I have the heart. <laughs> just... I looked it up on Letterboxd. I forget that Letterboxd doesn't do television, which it really should, but Okay, whatever. seven 71% Metascore. User score of 2.9. Generally unfavorable. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about ratings for a moment. Let's just, like, not necessarily even about the ratings of this show. Let's just talk about ratings in general as I close some tabs here. So something that did happen with this this show that got some negative press, or at least some press, was Amazon disabling ratings on Prime Video and manually approving them, waiting for them to come through. Critics of that practice and critics of the show and Amazon in general said that they were like scrubbing bad reviews, making the show look better than it was, etc. Amazon was saying that it was being review bombed and trolled and they wanted only legitimate reviews to be showed. I get both sides of that argument. As you can see it very plainly on, on IMDb. And IMDb ratings are something we use all the time because for lack of, I think, a better a better user rating or user metric. As we can see, I'm just looking at the first episode here. 30.5% rated at a 10, 22.4% rated at a 1. Nothing, and we've discussed this many, many times, so I feel pretty confident in saying that nothing is a 10. Or very few things are 10s. Yeah. And that's only if you're rounding up. And very, very few things are ones. And really, that's only if you're rounding down. But the problem is, is people put in ones because they hate it or they want something to do bad. They want to be able to point at the rating and be like, look, it's only a five or a six. I told you it was going to be horrible. And then other people go, oh, Lord of the Rings is awesome and rated a 10. Or mm-hmm. even, in my opinion, even worse, people see tens and think there's nothing can be a 10 i need to give it a one in order to take away one of those 10 votes and vice versa nothing can be a one so i'm going to vote it a 10 we went through all these facts and i just want to say like they don't really matter (laughs) like they're a general (laughs) decent metric especially for a lot of a lot of the b movies we watch Mm -hmm. like not culty b movies like not llamageddon or Zilla Foot, or the FP, right? Where they have like these cult followings or come from a very like niche audience. A lot of B-movies, I think the IMDb ratings are fairly accurate for the most part. I might disagree with them, but I think that they're accurate to what people are thinking. Because people watch Mythica, they don't rate it a one or a 10. You know what I mean? Like, not really. They give it, okay, did I like this? Did I not? Is it a four? Is it a seven? You know, that, that type of thing. Sure. With something big like this, especially with some of the hate it's been getting, the Ill, some of the illegitimate hate that it's been getting, this metric is useless. It having a 7.3 for the episode review and a 6.9 for the for the series is absolutely worthless. I think we shared those statistics out of habit, out of format, more than, more than anything else. And I, I didn't talk to you, Chris, about this beforehand. I'm just kind of springing this, uh, this rant on you before we dive in. So feel free to I'm rebuttal ready. if you like. Disagree, agree. Like, I mean... What do you think? I mean, just about what I've said so far. I think what makes IMDb a great rating system is it's it's probably the easiest one that you can actually look at and 
I think I agree with you generally find out kind of what the vibe of the film or, or series or whatever, but it also allows me to really disagree or agree Hmm. in certain ways where I can't like Rotten Tomato, like Rotten Tomato is like, so critics say it's really good, right? Critics are like, Oh my God, the show is so good. It's so good. People. It's so good. It's 84% fresh. No, hold on. It's 84% fresh. But then I look at the audience score and it's like 39%. So how much of it generally is that it's just not great as opposed to like who who's rating it a 10 or who's rating it a zero, right? Metacritic right. is the exact same. The, the dichotomy is even greater. Yeah, the delta between the two. Mm-hmm. 71 to 2.9. But if I look at IMDb, I can look at it and say 50% of these 10s aren't really 10s. Maybe they're a seven or a six. Sure. But maybe like... <laughs> of those ones, (laughs) maybe 90% of those ones, you know, not judging. Maybe those can be like five, sixes or sevens. You know what I mean? Like if you've got general feedback, if you really disagree, if you don't think a character should look away, a character looks, Oh my God. Don't give it a one. Just give it like a five. Like, Hey, I didn't disagree with this decision. Other than that, the show was good. Right. I didn't agree with the story Four. Okay. Whatever. Sure. But if I, I genuinely do agree with you. It allows you to really, you know, we never really get into the deep ratings discussions, but it is nice to be Not able usually. to, like, just you're looking at it and you're like, you make all these judgments relatively quickly. It's really nice. I agree with you. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, I will say about <laughs> about Rotten Tomatoes, you know, 84% rotten doesn't mean that it's an 84 out of 100. It just means that 84% of critics recommend it. You know what I mean? So it's not not sure. a one for one. And looking through the user reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, a lot of them are like, oh, this is, you, are you going to fake positive reviews? Half a star. <laughs> you know, like it's the exact, it's that, it's that knee jerk reaction. Right. It's, it's that whole, oh, you're going to commit voter fraud. So I'm going to commit voter fraud. And that makes it okay because two wrongs make a right or whatever. That's, that's what this whole thing is. Sure. That's what this whole thing is. What I'm trying to get to is that the only opinions you should listen to are ours. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. I needed that. Thank you. You're welcome. With that being said, what did you think of this show, Chris? I kind of liked it. It was adventure-y. I get kind of the, uh, there's some complaints that they did some time skipping, but they didn't really address that it was time skipping. Mm -hmm. There's some time that takes place between when Galadriel is a kind of a little elf person. And then all of a sudden they're like an adult elf person. Like that's, this been, that was a long time, but whatever. Yeah. It, it was just 18 years, right? <laughs> yeah. It's that's cool. how long it takes for someone. <laughs> it's cool. No, it's cool. Uh, it, it doesn't even bother me. Like, it, no, 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 I'm being serious. It doesn't bother me at all. Like it's cool. Yeah. I, I didn't need to see adolescent <laughs> Galadriel. I didn't need that in my life. This isn't a Disney show. I didn't, I didn't need it, but I really appreciated the action. I didn't see anyone surfing on a shield. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty Not cool. Not yet. I think um, a lot of people are making fun of the fight scene with the elf and the trolls, the elves and the trolls, like how, well, I mean, you, the elves are supposed to be badasses, right? So of yeah. course they'd be able to 1v1 a troll. This troll just came in and ripped up this group of people and she's like, I got it. And she, you know, defeats their enemy, right? It's she, right, There's a yeah. reason she's in charge. Yeah. 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 She's the best warrior, but maybe the best warrior isn't always the best politician, right? That's Ooh. why there's, that's why there's a separation uh, <laughs> between executive yeah. power and the and the mil- and the might of the military, <laughs> I I enjoyed the uh, I I enjoyed the <laughs> what it's nothing no that's not a, that's not a controversial statement. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I enjoyed the introduction of the um, the Harfoots, you know the proto mm-hmm. proto Baggins, 
proto bag. Is that the name? Baggins. Is that the name of this episode? Proto baggins. Maybe <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> they hide from humans. I thought that was really neat. I'm not trying to do a plot breakdown. Seriously, no. I enjoy the characters. I'm excited to see a third, fourth, and fifth episode. I get some of the criticisms. I don't necessarily care about those criticisms because they just don't bother me. Sure. But I, I, I certainly, ex- I, I understand people expressing their disinterest or their opinion to the negative, but it just doesn't bother me. So, you know, make your complaints. <laughs> I can't do anything okay. about it. That's so, that's such an adult take, Chris. <laughs> so un- unexpected. But yeah, how about you? Name one of those criticisms that have been leveled at the show. Like what's a common criticism that isn't, hey, elves shouldn't be black. Taking creative liberty with the source material. Yeah. Uh-huh. And where's Tom Bombadil? Where's... <laughs> Where's Tom, Chris? <laughs> I used to make that argument. And then, you know, I got, a, I, I grew up. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, became an okay. adult about it. Maybe, exactly. Maybe I just, next, could, maybe I couldn't criticism. agree. Maybe I couldn't agree with the same person who also thought that drum roll was better than Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. Maybe I just can't agree with that person. I just can't. Like, drum roll's a great movie, but how dare you? <laughs> you need better how, friends, Chris. How dare you? You're not going to find them here, but you should find them. Now, what's another criticism? Give one to me. It's boring. Like it, it can be considered boring. Hmm. Some people that don't like Lord of the Rings will comment about how they they don't enjoy like how long it takes for things to go like from like point A to point B. Yeah. Well, not necessarily point A to point B, but like you're trying to tell this epic grand tale, right? Sure. And yeah. so The Rock. I didn't know I was going to bring up The Rock today, but it just came to me. The Rock is such a great movie because it just, it, it sells you like whatever story is necessary, but boom, action, 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 action. That's that's all we care about with The Rock, right? Okay. Yeah. But with Lord of the Rings, like I want, I want to be told a story. I want there to be a beginning, middle, and end for multiple characters. Mm-hmm. I want there to be more cool characters. I want there to be more goth. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> that's good. I liked that. Maybe maybe that's the title of this episode. More goth. I want to know more. Like I just, because I don't think I ever read the Silmarillion, but I have read the Hobbit and I've read the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So there's a lot of things that I really enjoy. So I I, I don't know anything really about the past because it's, I'm not going to read the Bible. I'm just not going to do it. (laughs) Okay. All right. I could see why some people would find it boring, but if you found Lord of the Rings boring, why would you then watch the show? And then love you the same. Yeah. Well, Let's, I'm not necessarily I mean, the troll. Because you're like, well, maybe I'll give this a shot because a lot of people like it or whatever. But I could I could see that. Maybe they're looking past what made the, the, the original trilogy different. Trilogy? The, um, the, original, the original trilogy? trilogy? Like the, the Lord of the Rings. There's just one movie, The Lord of the Rings? No, no. Like the first three that we watched. The first three the Lord first of the Rings three. movies that we got. First three Lord of the Rings. <laughs> there was only one Lord of the Rings movie. Come on, man. Return of the King, The Two Towers. Enough. You're being childish. Am I being childish or am I just, do I just have a different childhood? <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not talking about the books. I'm talking about the movies. But what I'm saying is maybe they look past because it's like nostalgia or rose colored glasses. Like they can't see past like how these things were such yeah. enjoyable things in their childhood or the first time they saw it, they embraced it in such a way. And so anything that comes afterwards, no matter how different, it's just, it's not as good. Like the, yeah. that's an argument that people are making. Absolutely. But if you look uh, at what I'm sharing right now. That's rad. From 1978, two-hour-long <laughs> cartoon movie, The Lord of the Rings. Come on, man. I meant, I meant the live-action trilogy. <laughs> I know what you, you mean. I'm, I'm sorry. About. You didn't catch on quick enough for that joke to be good. I apologize. Sorry. sorry. Okay, what is, what's, another, what's another piece of uh, a criticism that you see that's pretty common? I haven't read a lot of reviews, so 
Well, I'm, I'm talking about like the, the general discourse, like on the internet, various mm-hmm. internet threads, uh, you know, just negative yeah. reaction. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I thought this was fantastic. <laughs> I really, really liked it. it. It was quite literally everything I wanted in a fantasy television show. Excellent. We watched The Wheel of Time whenever that released. I don't know if that was earlier this year or last year. I don't I don't recall. Hey, early 2022. Was it? 2022. It was not good. <laughs> like I and then I've having read those books <sighs> talk about source material being butchered for no apparent reason because they were inconsistent. Yeah. There's just it's just whatever. Okay. This show is not I mean it's it's based on certain things, but there's nothing like the big like the big events happen, but there's no story about how it happened, and which is where where this TV show takes place. Kind of in a in a gray area. Although I I've have read that the Tolkien estate has said, hey, you can't change anything. Like you can't contradict things that have already happened. You can just create stories around it, which is what they're what they're doing. It's grand. It's got a very deliberate pace. Very well shot. It's mostly practical effects, which I really, really enjoyed. We have droned for, it feels like hours and hours and hours, me and you, about practical effects. Please the use the, the practical effects. The age, the absolute best, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah, 100%, 100%. The costuming is fantastic. I actually did read a few people who said the props in the costuming was like subpar. And I, I don't know what show they were watching. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe there was like one piece of something that looked less good. I, I don't know. I did not notice it. I told you that I'd watched four or five episodes of it or whatever. After I finished the first episode, I was just like, uh-huh. I just let it keep going. I just didn't stop. <laughs> I was like, okay cool like i i'm digging this i'm digging that i'm digging this this is okay. awesome i love the action it's just every other fantasy show we've had up until game of thrones was pure camp pure camp you got hercules <laughs> you got uh whatever the spin out xena or xena xena yeah xena xena where you're almost said xenon yeah. but i was like that's something different that's a that's a gas my friend yeah I'm pretty sure that's a Disney uh, thing. The Sword of Truth series, which was made by those same people, you know, just... Oh, the Dark Crystal? Dark Crystal. It's just, there's just, it's always lower budget It because of what it is. Science fiction has, because of Star Trek, because of the success of Star Trek, <laughs> science fiction gets a, a higher budget than fantasy. It just does because things want to compete with Star Trek. We get... Babylon 5, we get Stargate, we get Farscape, we get Battlestar Galactica, the, the reboot, like high, like good production value shows, at least for the times, because of Star Trek. But nothing up until Game of Thrones did that for fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. No one was willing to invest. And then Game of Thrones came along, which is vaguely fantasy for a few seasons, and then very fantasy later on. It shifted it, right? The We have this Lord of the Rings show, we have the Wheel of Time show, because Game of Thrones happened. I disagree for one for one thing. Okay. You're leaving out Mythica. Out? You're right. How could I forget? The success of the Mythica franchise yeah. leads to the, the renaissance of the, yeah, the you're fantasy right. genre. And really, Game of Thrones <laughs> wouldn't have happened if we if it wasn't for the Peter Jackson yeah. live action or Lord of the Rings. It's, right? it's, it's cyclical. It's, it's cyclical. all cyclical. Yeah. It's fantastic. We see this big fantasy boom, and Lord of the Rings is there doing its thing. The original... I said the original movie trilogy. <laughs> you you got me. You got me. The Peter Jackson trilogy. Yeah. But then we don't really see anything. And then we see Game of Thrones prove you can do it in television. And it becomes this huge, huge phenomenon. You could not escape Game of Thrones 
there's like four or five years where if it was on, it was on. Like they would show it at bars, right? Mm-hmm. People, random people, like, oh, did you did you see mm-hmm. the blah 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 blah? And if you stopped watching it partway through, like I did, like it, it became very apparent, like how many people, like of all walks of life and all backgrounds, you know, like people that you wouldn't expect to have HBO suddenly had HBO. Like there was yeah. it was a big thing, right? It was part of the zeitgeist. It like was. Friends. It was. It was very much part of the zeitgeist, yeah. which is why I bailed early. And that's, that's not why. I well, what I'll tell you actually what happened. I I went for a work trip for five weeks somewhere. I was like, I got a, I got a new job, so I was going to training for my new job, and I couldn't watch it while I was gone, and so I missed like the back half of season five, maybe. And I just never, I just never got back into it. Like I, I like as soon as I fell out of watching it. It became incredibly difficult to keep watching it again. Anyways, so Amazon and and HBO both are chasing after Game of Thrones. What with uh, House of the Dragon, the prequel, Mm -hmm. and then uh, Wheel of Time kind of tried. But really, I don't think they were really thinking that would compete with Game of Thrones. I think they were betting on this Lord of the Rings show. This show is not Game of Thrones. They're both fantasy. And that is where where the similarities are. And uh, there's a diff- they're completely different tone, completely different production style. The storytelling is very, very different. It's not as v- visceral. Oh, yeah. It's not as gritty or visceral. Yeah. It's hopeful. It's inspiring. Yeah. It's not full of yeah. nudity and um, <laughs> adult uh, language. It, it, and, issues with consent. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it doesn't involve burning your child at stake, I think. Yeah, it was like one of the last episodes I saw. <laughs> Uh, so it doesn't involve uh, any of that. Uh, and so it's just it's just like a different vibe. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Thank you. You forgot uh, what happened. I forgot the, that you, the yeah. Thank you for that. That's... You're welcome. It was absolutely horrible. Oh, There's no. nothing here for shock value. And so I do I do wonder if there are certain a certain group of people who are who are wanting what House of the Dragon is doing right now or what Game of Thrones did who see fantasy and are trying to like capture the same thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess maybe that's what I meant by boring. Like yeah. maybe it's just, it's not Game of Thrones. Maybe that's what oh, I yeah. meant. No, no, absolutely. I mean, my question is like, how much how much overlap is there between this, the person who never touched fantasy before? Maybe they watched the Lord of the Rings movies, maybe they didn't, but got super into Game of Thrones and then sees this and then also enjoys this. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like they're very different audiences, which is weird because, I mean, Jeff Bezos is quoted with saying that make me something that'll compete with Game of Thrones and this is what they did, but then it, it doesn't feel like it's the same target sure. audience in the in the slightest. I ranted a whole lot there. Hopefully I made a few points. The point is, is that this is the first, in my humble opinion, and I know I'm going to, a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but, or uh, disagree with me, I should say. This is the first good fantasy television show we've had since season one of Game of Thrones. And I could easily see it overtaking it. And now if you're a huge Game of Thrones fan, this is the second best fantasy show that's existed since (laughs) season six of Game of Thrones. (laughs) Maybe uh, season five uh, <laughs> after you get through the first uh, four or five episodes here. Man, I just... Uh, I'm, I'm so glad I bailed on that show when I did because ev- there, there was like three weeks where everyone in, like everyone I knew was just depressed and I'm, and I'm just walking into work. What's going on, guys? Hey, what's how are you? What happened? You know, like, like I missed the war or something. Like everyone's just like, did you not hear Kelly died? And I'm over here like... <laughs> Who's Kelly? I have no idea. That's like the equivalent yeah. like emotional right. feeling and reaction that happened. <laughs> I am. 
And then I didn't, it was, the one thing I will say, the one good thing that came about with season eight of Game of Thrones being so bad and the show ending so horribly, uh, two good things happened. One, D&D got kicked off of Star Wars. <laughs> Two, I didn't have to hear about Game of Thrones for months at a time. It was fantastic. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. I don't necessarily have to agree with you, but you're not wrong at all. Uh, <laughs> in fact, you make a lot of good points. If I make, Can I make a sports metaphor? I mean, I've never stopped you before. They just, they just fumbled the ball at the one-yard line. That's, that's, that's what they did. First was, and inches. First was, and inches, and they just... It, like, you know, it was just... <laughs> It's fourth and one. The game is on the line, right? There's five seconds yeah. left. Yeah. You they call just gotta hut. kick a they just gotta kick a field goal. That's no, all no, they gotta do. No, no, you have to but they you have don't. to score. No, you have to score four points to win. Because you're oh. down four points, so you can't kick a field goal. So you have to score a touchdown oh. right now. And the yeah. clock's ticking down. You call hut. And then you just drop the ball on the ground. <laughs> and then you lose the game. That's yeah. that's exactly what they do. Everything everything <laughs> I learned about football I learned from playing NFL blitz, which is just hit the guy before he catches it. No matter no matter what the strategy yeah. is, it's just hit yeah. Mo- specifically blitz the league too. I think taught me the most, which is like you got to you Dude. if you're going to juice your athletes, you got to juice them on a certain schedule so they don't become addicted. Yeah, uh, yeah and I learned yeah. how to hit a man so that his spine cracks every play. Dude I love that game. It's so thank good. You, thank you for reminding me of that game for just, You're just now. It's, it is. Um, uh, I'm the rookie. Man, is it good. <laughs> God, is it good. And it will It will never see the light of day. Like, it'll, it'll never get, like, remastered Ameri- or re-released. America. Yeah. <laughs> it was a product of its time, for sure. Uh, I want to play it. How do I play it? I mean, it's, on, it. uh, it's on <laughs> PS3 or Xbox 360. I, I don't know if it ever had a PC release. A lot of games that around that time didn't, uh, or if they did, they were broke. I'll find it. I'll find a way. Uh, it's just like it. And then what was the other one? Fight Night Champion. Like Ooh. the M-rated boxing game. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, they do all these, the, the boxing simulator games, and then they do Fight Night Champion. <laughs> like, with a, with like a mature storyline, and you get in prison matches, bare knuckle <laughs> boxing. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, there was like a year and a half there. It was like, we could do a great reboot of anything. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> and they did. And they did. And they did. Uh, yeah, as do. far as far as this show, it's not a gritty reboot. I don't necessarily agree with all of the characters, but I'm enjoying their stories, right? Like like Galadriel needs to get off yeah. her high horse, but like that's her character and sure. everything around well, her I mean, is reacting she's like, to it. She's the baller. Oh right? yeah. No, she's absolutely. Michael Jordan. She's the best player. She's the best player in the game. She's Dr. J. Yeah, she's yeah. she's pretty good. She's the uh, champ. she's like pre Michael Jordan. She's pre Michael yeah. Jordan. I'm just saying, yeah. like, she's whatever the Michael Jordan of her era. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's the best player that's ever played so far. Yeah. What does that make? El- Never mind. Um, well, the thing is, so I think lesser a lesser show, a more poorly written show, would have her be a little, I hate to use the term, but probably a little Mary Sue-ish. But mm-hmm. I really, I'm really enjoying our cast of characters, the mix of in-world and out-of-world backgrounds to those people and their appearances and who they are and everything and how they're all if i could be slightly racist they're all human you know like sorry that was a star trek reference they're all very human they're all very fallible i should say would be a a better a better word for it i like how everything's grandiose like there's big things happening 
but we're learning about those big things through these small stories, you know? Like, I want these people over here to live, and I want, I feel bad when this person dies the way that they do. That that type of thing. I really, really like it. <laughs> I understand Galadriel's grief. She's essentially on a revenge quest, mm-hmm. but no one can say anything bad about it because the person she's trying to, re- like, the person she's trying to kill in her revenge is this horrible person. So, like, yeah. a different take on that revenge quest. Like, like if you were like, yeah, I'm on a revenge quest. I got to kill Hitler. It'd be like, well, <laughs> normally, <laughs> I'd be like, you should probably let this go. But in this one case, like, I guess, yeah, go kill Hitler. Like, I let's do it. <laughs> it's very much um, Mass Effect 2 when you meet Samara, Right, where it's like she's this, she's like bound by this code, and it's just like, well, the person I'm trying to kill is really bad. They're a really bad person, and and I've got to kill them, and I'll kill anyone that gets in my way. It's like, well, the person in your way is like, you know, a person who enforces the law. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) quote unquote. And so it's like, eh. but no, I get it. I get it. It's like you can't really stand in, you can't stand in her way. It's like, who am I to tell? You know, I just, yeah, you yeah. know, they do, they try like pull, they try to pull the backroom politics and get her, get her out of yeah. the way, get her off her quest. But she is right no. back in it. No. Uh, it's very interesting. I very, I very much enjoy. I think out of the first five episodes that, and I won't spoil this for you. There's only been one moment where I was like, well, that character is an idiot. <laughs> like, I cannot believe they didn't see that. It happened to that character happened to be Galadriel, but it, it is what it is. I was just like, what, really? That's what that is. Oh, that's what we're doing. Okay. Like one one time, which is pretty good for the <laughs> for our track record. Fair enough. Oh yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. I know you were like, how did you feel about it? And I was like, well, let's let's no. just go at it. No, no, no. I that's like the show a ton. I didn't realize that another episode aired today. I'm gonna watch it after we're done recording. Okay. Because I, I I'm home alone and I need something to do. So question. Tell me some of your criticisms. Some of your criticisms about it. Criticisms. Some of my criticisms. If you have any. There. So I'm. Uh, before I do that, I'm going to ask okay. you a question. I'm sorry. Sure. No, go ahead. I watched four or five episodes back to back. I mm. don't remember when episode one ends and episode two starts. Uh, so you watched the first two episodes. Yes. So like high level, where did it where did it end off? It ended off with um, a kraken. <laughs> Literally. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, a kraken. We got to meet Celebrimbor. Yep. There's orcs invading this village. Mm-hmm. Elrond's mm-hmm. like trying to enlist the help of the dwarves and then that's kind of where my knowledge of the story ends okay but you watch the first two episodes yes and what okay, may so- and i'm sorry and i introduce a character which I, I pure speculation pure speculation is gandalf okay as, as far as i'm aware feel you, you don't have to spoil that for me if it's that big of a deal but please don't <laughs> i i don't know i have no idea i mean i we can talk about that in a moment so as far as criticisms go I don't have a lot, honestly. Like I'd have to get a little nitpicky to get really into the criticisms. Elrond's hair is short, and that's an affront to everything that I hold dear. <laughs> One star, uh, n- never gonna watch again. I saw some memes making fun of this dude's head. Come on, yeah, yeah. No, um, chill out, people. My head's big. Get over it. You mentioned the passage of time being unclear, and I'm not convinced that these seemingly concurrent events are 100% concurrent. Mm. Judging from n- nothing nothing that's been said or done necessarily, but like this, the how much time seems to be passing in some stories and not in others. 
Like in all honesty, the show feels like it's taken a week of time to pass. However, Elrond traveled to wherever to the dwarf thing, right? And like she went on the giant boat trip. But for other characters, it seems like two days has passed. And so it's not... Uh, it's, just like, they're, it's just yeah. like the movies. It's just like the original movies. like Kind kind of, but more so. and But not like in the way of The Witcher where it's being told out of order. It's just... Definitely. I can tell that like there's time gaps in some stories and not in others. So, okay. So they're probably all going to come together at some point, but their starting points are obviously different. We just yeah. don't know it yet. And some of it, I question is whether or not it actually makes sense, like some of the time differences. Because one character in one storyline way the heck over here and the other end of middle earth mentions something that's happening on the other end of middle earth. And I'm like, yeah, but like, but, but how, <laughs> like, like what is, how did you get over here this quickly? Is this been happening? What's going on? You know, that, that type of thing. So that could all come together. It's the same way that a group of adventurers travel from the capital of Westeros to the North beyond the wall, capture a, a white Walker, bring it back to the capital in 45 minutes. Did that actually happen? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's so, pretty bad. Uh, we should, we may, should maybe, meme. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm misremembering it. Maybe it was like 90. <laughs> we should Excuse meme me. review Game of Thrones sometime. No, like we, should, I, we should do a I, rewatch and just I never, tear it to pieces. Never want to watch another episode of that. Yeah, me neither. Uh, so it's, there's there's a little bit my, of that. My I wife's not even interested in the new House one? of the Dragon. She, I, I almost her. wanted to see it because I saw a meme and I was like, that's funny. But I, I passed. I think she's got to be convinced. Doctor Who's in it. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll check it out. I like him as an actor. And then they like the scene that he was Which in one? got described to me. Uh, number 11. Uh, the, the actor's name, please. Matt something. Oh, Doctor Who 11? I'll look it up. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just look up 11th Doctor. Um, I lost a lot of oh, nerd cred recently. Matt by, Smith. No, you got it. Yeah, there you go. Smith. I forgot Smith of all names. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> maybe this guy can be the next James Bond. He's a little too old for the part, I think. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean they'll probably. I mean they they'll probably go for somebody late twenties, early thirties. Like it's only thirty nine. Yeah, but they'll they'll want to get like time out of him. Fair enough. We can talk about Bond stuff later. Uh, so that that's a bit. I think that the actress who plays Galadriel is probably the weakest link as far as acting goes. She seems to have like you've you've seen the first two episodes, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen all of the emotions she can portray. I feel like. If I were to look up like um, the word aloof in the mm-hmm. dictionary, I would see a picture of Galadriel. Yeah. Like, She's very much just disconnected. Yeah. Singularly minded. And maybe that's, and maybe that'll break out, you know, and that's just a, but that, it doesn't well, feel like a criticism of the story. That feels like I'm criticizing her as a character, which means that the character is eliciting an emotional response for me, which means that it's a good thing. Yeah, it's... It, as long as it gets resolved, it's a good thing. If that, I think if that makes sense. Some of that might be like, she challenges she challenges your perception of time because she's so much older. She's thousands and thousands of years old, mm-hmm. you know? She's old to other elves. Yeah. She has a completely different perspective on the world. Time passes for her like nothing. It's easy for her to become disconnected from everyone else because she dedicated her entire life, this thousands, thousands of year long life. Yeah, that's just one thing. So um, that's true. And like I said, as long as it gets resolved, I think it's a positive. But uh, five episodes in, and I'm like, (laughs) give me some character growth. You know what I mean? Fair enough. And I guess like it doesn't help that we know that she's right. Like as the audience, (laughs) you know, like we know Lord of the Rings happens. Yeah. (laughs) So like we know, like we get, like yeah, like y'all should. You should probably listen to her. But I don't you know if you know idiots. about this. But you guys are all idiots. 
Elrond, uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. No, you're not Elrond, but Gilgalad Gil or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. So so that's Jinx. that's part of it. Some plot lines like Nori the Harf, Harfoot, that story does slow down uh, to give a tiny bit of credence to the people who said it was, it's kind of slow and boring. Her story does slow down. Uh, there's less of her in an episode, so it's like not moving as quickly. Like, okay, look, an old bearded gray man falls from the sky <laughs> and, and there's fire all around him that doesn't actually burn. And he obviously has some sort of power because he makes things float on accident whenever he comes to, he doesn't understand people or their language or whatever. Sure. And he's searching for something, but we as an audience know that he's one of two people and most likely <laughs> the one right like like you mentioned oh it's probably gandalf or whatever i have no idea sure. i mean it's just pure speculation just pure based speculation on the way the characters portrayed yeah everything that has gone on with the character i'm like okay this is either gandalf or saruman right oh yeah one or one or both and i want it to be gandalf of course and it makes sense i'm like oh he comes to middle earth and the first people he meet are the you know hobbits that yeah. kind of makes sense in the big scheme of things but also wouldn't saruman be the first person to show up as the maybe wizards? he's already maybe he's already there. Yeah, I had the same. I had this exact conversation with myself as I was watching okay. it okay. Uh, out loud. So it's it's hard to say, but we still don't know anything about him. More or less, five six episodes in, and and sure. so it's it's a little like okay, look, I get that the this is the story, and I get that the characters are figuring all this out, right? But the audience already knows, and so it's a little. It's just like, uh, please, just go. Please, just, just do it. Like, I'm waiting for the... Like, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. You're, like, waiting for the big reveal. You know what I yeah. mean? And it yeah. just hasn't happened yet. And just it's stringing not, you along. And I swear to God, if it doesn't happen until, like, the last four minutes of the last episode of season one, that whole plot line is just for naught. I'm just... I'm like, it's, ugh. Goku you know what is I mean? still powering up. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, you haven't waiting. even seen me in my final form. <laughs> Doesn't he like, can't he just go into like that? Uh, isn't there that thing he goes into where he can train where the passage of time is different? Why doesn't he just power up in that thing? Oh, the, the gravitational chamber? Whatever it is. Yeah. Because I watch most like, of the, sh I watch most of the show in Spanish. So I don't recall. When he's traveling to Namek, right? The pod? I don't actually know. I've seen five episodes. Oh. I just know yeah, that he can like, do that. He's traveling to another planet in this pod and it allows him to like increase the effect of earth's gravity oh, that's like good. seemingly yeah. at will so like mm. the, the the first episode he's like uh i want to experience 10 times and he falls over but then mm. he gradually becomes stronger i think that might be what you're referring to maybe yeah irregardlessly <laughs> that's the weeds as far as criticisms it's really small stuff like that okay i actually don't care and this is this is going to be a, a a big reveal or not. I don't know. I don't care if the show contradicts the movies, obviously, because they're completely two different takes on this. And I don't care if the show takes creative liberties with some of the source material. The Lord of the Rings is not infallible. It's not some sort of sacred thing that shouldn't be changed or discussed. Like we're talking about a, like, taking notes, really, but even like the Lord of the Rings movies, we're taking books and we're turning them into some other, uh, into movies. Like they're going to change. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Tom doesn't make sense to show up because he does nothing for the story. It's yeah. just a cute little thing he put in because he wrote it one day and he doesn't have an editor. You know, like it just doesn't, <laughs> like, you know, it just, it is what it is, right? Yeah, and so yeah, I, yeah. I actually don't, I don't wrong. care. And I thought I might. So we can, we can talk about this if you like. I don't care that there's a black elf. There's black dwarves. The Harfoots are uh, not all the same shade. 
you know? It doesn't bother me in the slightest because it doesn't take away, like it's not part of the story at all. It does not, it doesn't impact the story. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, as a purveyor mm. of dwarves. Uh-oh. I'm just going to go ahead and just. Wow. I feel like a, a, a maybe an expert in my field. I've, sure. I've read many of uh, many of dwarf literature. I've played I remember how much you love the dwarves in uh, Artemis uh, Fowl. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you, sir? How dare you use my own power against me? <laughs> keep keep going. Uh, no, I um, dwarves have been portrayed in a various assortment of appearances. I remember there's books as old as I am. <laughs> <laughs> about how older like even older yeah there, there's one called um hammer and axe it's this great one um it takes place in Dragonlance, but there's like six or seven different dwarven clans and they're all described differently some are like some have ruddy skin some have mm-hmm. skin um as dark as night some have um pale super pale skin they're just shocks of like blonde bright albino hair stuff like that just in, in my whole in my my youth growing up reading these books so for, for me to see that on screen, it just doesn't... Because here's my argument. We only saw like six or seven in the, in the movies, right? Sure. yeah. So, uh, I mean, like, that's not a big sample size. How do we know there weren't already there? Yeah. How do we know? No, absolutely. I think the only... Like, you know, racists are going to be racist. I think that's <laughs> a, a lot of it comes down to. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I do know that in fantasy... Because of Lord of the Rings uh, and a lot of fantasy, not all, but in a lot of fantasy, the origins of things or the origins of a people or a culture, whether that's just different cultures of dwarves or humans or actually dwarves are over here and humans are over here, can be important. Uh, Or (laughs) I say that a lot of times it's not important, but the it's important to the world building because because of the standards set by you know an Oxford English teacher. Over a hundred years ago, but it also provides you with um, you know, not quite over hundred scale. It does provide you with scale, yeah. And so I do understand because, like, in some like you, you brought up Dragonlance and some Dungeons and Dragons, which I think is the probably the second biggest fantasy franchise that exists after Lord of the Rings, um, and the Zeitgeist or whatnot. Yeah, these dwarves or these elves look like this. Sun elves look like this. Dark elves look like this. High elves look like this. Moon elves look like this. Like they're all yeah. half elves or whatever. They all look a particular way. And it's sure. important because it's important to that. Those cultures are all kind of semi-monoculture, right? And a lot of that comes from Lord of the Rings and him talking about, oh, there's three or four different types of hobbits and there's their different, this is the way they look different and this is where they come from and, and there's some of their different uh, cultural aspects, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, like, okay, I get it. Like you, you, like you feel that's important and I, I get why you feel that's important. And there's other fantasy stories still in Dungeons and Dragons where that's all mixed up and it doesn't matter. Yeah, they have their home city or whatever where they come from, but you go there and there's like a, yeah, it's like 60% high elf but like 40 percent like a mix of things and maybe less dwarves because you know no dwarf wants to be around a knife-eared piece of shit but uh (laughs) then you have places like you know like neverwinter city and all this which is just a big hodgepodge of people so you have in the same bring up dungeons and dragons both times because in the same i guess this might break down now but in the same 
fantasy universe, the same fantasy mythos, even though like there's different whatever, you have both examples. And Lord of the Rings has been typically that first example where everything, everybody's a monoculture. It's so weird. It's Everything is a monoculture to the point where it doesn't make sense how monocultured everything is. You know what I mean? Like, sure. uh, I'm like, are you sure no one walked this far before? Like, this isn't making it. All right, cool. Like the city of Bree, everyone, you know, like, oh, whatever, whatever. And I get some of that's in the story. The elves and the dwarves are reclusive and they're doing their own thing. And, and it's like, it's weird because Lord of the Rings and the way that the, the different peoples, not even just like elves, dwarves, and humans, but the different groups within each as well, not helping each other and not interacting with, with each other was always very anti-racism and anti-segregation, right? It's like, we all have to come together or we will be destroyed. We all are one peoples of middle earth you know what i mean yeah and so no when they were talking about oh there's like the, the, like I, i've read some reddit arguments where they're like well where did the where did the black dwarf come from i don't like how does that work if they've been there for thousands of years wouldn't they all kind of become looking the same <laughs> like trying to like prove that, that it should be a monoculture and uh shut up who cares? Who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, it, it literally doesn't mean anything to the story. It so, doesn't add to your believability of the story at all. So uh, uh, I, I heard I heard an actually really interesting argument through a meme. Oh, good. It was about the recent controversy surrounding a certain Disney character. Oh, good. They said, you can't be upset about this mm-hmm. and also be upset about Scarlett Johansson playing that character from Ghost in the Shell. I don't even oh, remember the, the, the detective. She was the ghost, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. she was so the shell? I don't remember. It's, it's, it's what an excellent way to summarize the anime. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. You can book that one. Um, yeah. So, like, did we just accidentally review an anime? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think that they're made of right yeah, like that's absolutely. Like, it's I I can't. There's no rule. Like I don't see any. I think it's a little different when you when you take something that's like they were described specifically like this. Andorians are Andorians because they live on Andorra, Andorra Prime, whatever it's called, and they're blue and they've got antennae, but some of them are white and then some of them are kind of kind of purple. But you know, it's yeah. whatever shades. But of blue. I don't yeah. I don't remember Tolkien ever writing there aren't anyone else but white dwarves. Absolutely, and anyone who is saying that oh well them having different melanin makes the world not make sense and therefore I can't enjoy this because it has a because it has faulty logic is a racist trying to hide the fact that they're racist or they don't realize that they're being racist and they need to examine their thoughts it'd be different like and I've seen this argument I'm sorry I'm going to throw this argument no, at you no go ahead go ahead because lots of other things have happened recently when it comes to race and the media you mentioned disney I'm not actually sure which Disney thing you're talking about. I assume you're talking about The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid, of course. Which, I mean, I also could have been referring to Will Smith being cast as the genie in the live-action Aladdin movie. (laughs) Egypt, a country that is in Africa. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's that. Uh, What Hmm. are you talking about, people? (laughs) Yeah. What are you talking about? Well, I just went and saw that, what, 3,000 Years of Longing? With Idris Elba and yeah, the lady yeah. whose name I can never remember. And I've talked about this movie several times. But Idris Elba plays a genie. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> Spoilers. Well, I'm uh, so sorry that your blue character became a black character. That really sucks. Uh, <laughs> like, it doesn't change anything. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But I've, I've seen people doing the counter argument. Well, if the race doesn't matter, then why isn't Black Panther white? Like, because his race matters. 
Like I don't know if you've noticed, but like it's that, it's, 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 in, speci- it's integral to his character. Yeah, it's specific. It, it's what makes the character the character. Exactly. Like, but but, but I get guess it. what? Guess what though? Little Mermaid or these elves can be any color because it, it doesn't it, them being a certain color. Maybe like you know he you know and Tolkien is what I mean by he. Tolkien describes certain characters as like the elves as pale or you know whatever and then the wood elves are different and blah 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 yeah. the, but the wood elves had darker skin like i think it's... or yeah they were yeah darker but how dark who knows like it's just he's just showing off because he loved etymology and the origin of things and that was really his true passion was i want to make fake languages because real ones are boring and i have to make people to go along with it and that's where <laughs> that's where this all came from their color of their skin isn't what's important. What's important is that they're an elf of blah, blah, blah. I'm a human from this place. I'm a dwarf yeah. from this place. This is my culture. This is my culture. It doesn't this matter because part of their culture isn't the fact that they're black or brown or white or anything in between or whatever. It's that they're human or dwarf or from this region. And in in Little Mermaid, I don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my argument. Here's my yeah. argument for oh. if you're so upset that the Little Mermaid is a character of a different skin color, how does she know how to wear clothing? Oh, man. If she's never interacted with humans. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just asking. Oh, no. I'm just asking the question. I'm just question. asking the question. But why the fl- do they even have them? I don't understand. <laughs> on the flip side, Black Panther is a person he's, like he's, he's black or of african because he's, he's the king, well, of, an king african of an african country. country yeah yeah which happens in the real world and a lot of the issues that are addressed in his media whether that's comics or cartoons or the movies or whatever have to deal with the fact that he's a representative think, of these people i, I think so I, under, I don't know some of the argument i could i could understand that like some people could argue that all they're saying is i just don't want to see it Right, like I just, which I don't is, want to see it. Well, then, which, well, well here's the it. thing. Here's the thing. If you don't want to see it, don't watch it. So I'm easy. sorry. Maybe they'll change it next time. <laughs> Maybe next time they'll make a show that's only what you want. But they didn't. They made a show that they wanted to make. And I just, honestly, I just don't care about your argument. I just don't like. I, I not yeah. yours. No, I just, no, yeah. I, I don't care about your argument. If your argument is, I just don't want there to be people that don't look like me. Like, okay, well, you can voice that opinion, but it doesn't mean anything to me. So thank you. Have a good day. Like, yeah. If that's your one-star review, Amazon, like just (laughs) whatever. It's your decision. Get rid of them, I I, I guess. I think that anyone who's listened to us for any length of time already agrees with us. We're kind of preaching to the choir at this point. Like (laughs) anyone who disagrees with us has already turned this off. Yeah. I'm just hot taking it. We're just hot taking it because it it upsets me. And I 100% agree if race is important to that character to whomever they are in any setting, whether it's uh, a modern drama or comedy or a fantasy or science fiction. Okay, I'm with you. Like, let's let's see what the, the take is. If they're changing it, they have to be changing it for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. If they're making up mm-hmm. new characters or retelling a fairy tale entirely with a different type of cast, okay. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter. It really sure. does not matter. I think that's the hit of it. The show's awesome. Do recommend. It is definitely worth the price of subscription. Do you disagree? Uh, no, I do not disagree. Before you get to like your questions and stuff, me trying to convince you to watch the show, which I feel like I've been doing this whole time. Did <laughs> you cast Kelsey Grammer in the pilot? And why did you cast him as the wizard? <laughs> uh, like... I kind of want him to be. Uh, uh, I wish he was Gilgalad. 
Like I just, oh. I wish, for, I, I wish he was Gilgalad. I, I, I just, okay. he's a little too old for that part. Yeah, but, he's a little I too mean, old to be playing an elf. But, um, but no, but I wish, <laughs> I wish he could be Gilgalad. Yeah. No, I mean he's he's the oldest one, so of course he would look the oldest. No, uh, it's I it's don't probably spoil the, anything for you. It's probably the wizard. Yeah, I, I mean, don't want to spoil anything for you. Or, but uh, let's just say it could, if it could be the Harfoot chief. Oh, but I don't. Oh, yeah. okay. Man, isn't Kelsey Grammer tall? Like that would be more difficult, man. Like there were a few scenes of dwarves where I'm like, the dwarves have helmets on. Those are obviously children. Like you can tell, like from the way they were walking and stuff. I'm like, okay. So he there's a little a bit of that. He, he could be a dwarf. dwarf. Yeah. I mean, Durin. Durin the second or the third. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so I don't want to spoil anything for you in the show, but what would you do if Sauron showed up and it was Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> Which Kelsey Grammer am I getting? Oh, hold on. Commander Tom Dodge of the USS Stingray? No, no. Okay. Um. <laughs> you're getting you're getting the Kelsey Cap- Grammer from Seven Guardians of the Tomb. <laughs> I was going to say Captain Batesman. No, uh, Captain uh, Batesman is in pure Lord Dex territory right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Seven Guardians of the Tomb? I'm in. Yeah, 100%. I'm in. Right? Charismatic. In it for himself, raises an uh, army uh, of creatures. <laughs> Could be Sauron. <laughs> mm, so you wanted to introduce a bit. It's been a while since we've had an episode over an hour. Let's do it. You uh, you wanted to introduce a bit about like me trying to convince you to watch the rest of the show. No, I think I think that was the whole thing. That was the whole thing. There yeah, wasn't I'll even just... a like. I just kept talking and uh, no, no. I just I mean I asked questions that I wanted to ask. Like oh, I mean, sure. there's things like I mean, how do you feel like in terms of other action sequences? Like how'd you how'd you feel? Like the camera work was it yeah. taken style? Like how'd you feel? You know, there are some horror bits that were nice. Yeah, there were some straight action bits that were nice. Uh, there was at least one character death that I was like, oh no, oh man, you know, like. Shoot, that sucks. I can tell you that I am more invested in Arendir's story. Uh, he's the elf soldier who's like patrolling the Southlands or what have you. I'm more okay. interested in him and the characters around him story than I am the other stories right now. Okay, It is very obvious to me how, or at least it might not be, but at this point, I feel like it's obvious how Arendir, Arendir and Galadriel's stories are going to cross over. Less sure. clear on the rest of them. <laughs> the least clear on the Harfoots. Like, I have no, I, I, I have no idea how they're going to get into where they're... I guess they're just going to migrate into it. <laughs> I love the character of, uh, of Arendir. I think he's great. His emotions and his convictions are a little bit different, and I think it makes him a little bit more relatable, I guess. He has the best action scenes, hands down. He's fantastic. Maybe, I mean, Harlbrand, who's the dude that Galadriel meets on the... The wreckage. He mm-hmm. also has one good action scene that I was I was pretty impressed with. Cool. But yeah, definitely, definitely R and Deer. He's ooh, he definitely kicks it into okay. high so gear. So I, I guess he survives. Thank you. Survives what? The, him getting taken in a cave. Oh yeah, did that happen? I don't remember what episode yeah. that was. I think yeah. it's. I think it's the end of the. It's Is it the second, the second one? Yeah, that yeah. was the horror bits I was talking about. It's pretty yeah. good. No, uh, his his storyline is incredibly interesting. Uh, cool. Where where it goes from there, so I'm 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 pretty uh, pretty happy with that. <laughs> this show's good. I like this show quite a bit. We don't do enough fantasy because there's just not a lot of it, and so I'm happy to to do this. I think uh, another thing that we we didn't necessarily discuss. Jeff Bezos didn't. He wanted the next Game of Thrones. I think right. what makes this show very different from Game of Thrones is like it's clear who the bad people are, mm. and then there's some characters that are like 
you're not great, but you know, <laughs> huh, you know, we just we got to deal with you for X, Y, Z, right? But in mm-hmm. like Game of Thrones, like everyone's got their own agenda. Like, who's mm-hmm. the bad guy, right? Like everyone. Like, yeah, I've said it before. The best villains are heroes in their own story. Yeah, they're doing everything they can. Like, I, I like how this is. Yeah, Sauron's the baddie, mm-hmm. and he's cool. Sauron's cool because he's a cool character. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Would you like to come back in November and review the rest of the season? Like, do a season recap? Yeah, that'd be Not fun. A, you know, talk about it. Yeah, might be good. A little shorter conversation. See yeah. if anything uh, comes to fruition. Uh, any of our predictions that we've made or, or thoughts or whatever. That'd be pretty cool. Sure. Next week, well, actually, later this week, y'all should get our first episode of Spocktober. Spocktober. Yes, for the month for the month of October this year, uh, Spocktober is the theme. We will Spocktober. be. We will be reviewing horror or horror-ish Star Trek episodes. We didn't do this on purpose, but we ended up choosing an episode, uh, one episode from the original series, one from Next Generation, one from Deep Space Nine, and one from Voyager. Uh, So for the next four weeks, you're going to get bonus episodes for Spocktober. Oh, you're not going to do it that time. The time that I I stop. Oh, Oh. (laughs) Spocktober. There it is. Wait, was it the glory to your house, Spocktober? Spocktober. But next Monday, on our normal release day, we're going to be looking at Andor, the new Star Wars Disney Plus television show. Three episodes, huh? Yeah, we'll be reviewing the first four episodes, I believe, Mm -hmm. because that'll be what's out by then. It's going to be great. Neato. Mosquito. Neato mosquito. Yeah. So a little, mosquito. like not quite a, not quite the, like a halfway season, more like a third of the season in, similar to what we're doing here, uh, but about that show. So it should be fun. Um, mostly because I, I guess since the characters are mainly white, no one's come out of the woodwork to review bomb it. I think that's the, I just want to point out that how far are we in? An hour and 18 minutes? I think that's the first time we brought up Star Wars and it wasn't even a reference to this show at all. No, you're right. Excellent. Well, we're, I'm, I'm so proud of us. <laughs> personal growth. Personal and We did talk about Star growth. Trek. We did talk about Star I Trek. I briefly mentioned it. as, yep. an, I think when, when people think of fantasy, they think like Lord of the Rings is what started modern fantasy. And I think Star Trek's what started modern science fiction, at least in the, in yeah. the larger zeitgeist. So. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's a fair comparison. Even though they're completely different mediums, they have the same impact in there and their little uh, respective realms. All right. Well, if you have anything you'd like to recommend us to watch, please email it to us, sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. Also, let us know where to stream it. We'd really appreciate that so we don't have to go hunting for it. I love mm-hmm. getting recommendations. Mm-hmm. If you loved this episode, if you hated it, if you loved Lord of the Rings, Rings of the Rings of Power, or you hated it and you want to let someone know about it, you can let us know that too. We email really us. appreciate the feedback. You can email us or you can add us on Twitter or Instagram at sci-fi wise guys or DM us there. Love to hear any feedback and I love blocking people. So do it. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, don't do that. Uh, if you did enjoy the show, we'd appreciate if you followed or liked or hit the little heart or whatever it is on your podcast streaming service of choice to follow and get uh, notified whenever new episodes are released also that five-star review on good pods or apple podcast goes a long long way and uh, it makes my day every time one comes through so i really really appreciate it <laughs> yes whenever i see the bot go off in chat yeah please follow yeah it's great remember the first time we did an episode and then you said don't listen to him <laughs> make your own decisions yes <laughs> 
Don't be influenced by his Oh, opinion. yeah, because you, uh, you went on a tirade about... Uh, was that their first or second episode? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about when I said just like and subscribe. Oh, yeah. And I was like, or don't. Yeah. 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 Should we bring that bit back? I'm just been no. trying to get through the no, no, outro no. so that people actually no. listen to it. No, no. I just wanted to... Was, like, yeah. we are. You should absolutely... I said if... I didn't say you had to. I said if. I gave I just, criteria. I, I just meant like, look where we are now. That's all I meant. It is where we are now. Give me money. <laughs> Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And um, don't go crawling around in a dark tunnel by yourself. Yeah. I just don't think that's going to work out. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Descent? That's all I could think of. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Did I? I feel like I talked too much. No. Was it no, good? No, no. I didn't feel like, usually no. I try to keep it like 50-50, but I feel like I just. No, I wanted you to, that was that, that was my whole bit. Like, okay. that's, that's, that's right. what I wanted. I, I wanted you, I wanted you to like state your case. That's what I meant. Like I originally, my joke was like, it was the sci-fi lawyer, like plead your case to oh, me gotcha. to like make me want to watch the show. Make me, make me want to watch another episode. Oh dude, then, um, it's. It, I really do like this show. Like, I wasn't lying where I was just like, okay, I guess I'm watching this. And then Cat uh, went to bed and I was like, all right, bye. Well, this is the rest of my day. Sorry. Yeah, well, my evening. Yeah, I actually watched when you, the day you suggested it, I think, I went and I made dinner. I was like, hey, we're going to put this on so I could just get it done ahead of time. And uh, there you go. Excellent.